The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to our August 2021 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us for Winners and Losers is Jordan Cooney, who is an SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. And here's my monthly sit down with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Jordan, welcome to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. You know, you're filling in here for our friend Tyson, who normally does our Winners and Losers. We thought Tyson was back from vacation because he had a little uh, guest drop in. And then when I uh, asked him to reschedule our meeting for Winners and Losers this month, he told me he's in Stockholm And his uh, meeting is in the middle of the night, so he is unavailable right now because apparently they don't have the internet in Stockholm. Can you um, verify, and I'm just going to go ahead and say this in advance, my loser for the month is Tyson Stockton, but can you verify? That's 100% verified. Yes. Um, I think the only thing he has is Stockholm Syndrome, and it's his is the, the fact that he's just too afraid to come back on the show. But the reality here is that he's just kind of gone MIA on us. I mean, we need that guy back. Apparently, they don't have Zoom conference in Stockholm. <laughs> Apparently. And they, you know, they don't have calendars. And, uh, you know, he's just uh, too big and too important to join us for this podcast. But that said, let's talk a little bit about what happened this month in the SEO world. Bring me up to date on what are some of the changes this month? What was causing some of the fluctuations before we get to who won and who lost? 
Yeah. I mean, August has been just a really busy month and there's just been a lot of just ups and downs. From a categorical standpoint, we've got categories like news with a lot of fluctuation, sports, online communities, jobs, jobs in like education. These are some of the biggest, most volatile categories throughout the month, largely due to the fact that, you know, Google's not only been busy with kind of repositioning through their ranking factors and their algo updates that have been happening over the last couple of months, but also just the increased exposure to featured elements throughout the SERP. Okay, so featured elements on the SERP changes. Go into a little bit more detail about what actually changed in the featured elements. Yeah, so, you know, increased exposure within some of these placements. So, you know, things like Google making these more prominent, especially in mobile. So uh, elements like uh, carousels, elements like uh, the jobs, jobs detail being more prevalent. You know, we've seen an increase in how Google also is displaying certain assets on a local level. So the, the Google Maps and the other local packs and just how frequent or how prevalent they are in particularly mobile in mobile rankings. And so that's where we've seen a lot of a uh, lot of change. So Google's doing a little bit more experimentation at a minimum or starting to move around the front end user experience in the search results page. How have we seen this affect search results? Who was impacted? You know, talk to me about what some of the changes we saw were. Yeah, so one of the major changes to call out really is in terms of just lots of volatility back and forth is Wikipedia. And this is kind of a, a very clear-cut reason because the, the reality is that Wikipedia is used like synonymously across a lot of these featured elements. And so when Google makes changes to these, in particular, when they make major changes to maybe improve or refine the way that certain websites or properties are shown in these feature elements, Wikipedia is typically one of the losers and in some cases, the winner. So it's kind of like a, a back and forth scenario for these types of um, for these type of SERP features. It's funny that you say that Wikipedia is sometimes a winner and sometimes a loser. I would have assumed that they were the biggest winner every time that I see any sort of featured element, specifically people, companies, right? All that data is being pulled from Wikipedia. So I'd assume that if there are more featured elements that would benefit Wikipedia by highlighting their content, at least they'd be shown more impressions. Maybe it's hurting their click volume, but you know they're kind of in the featured spots often. Who are some of the other brands that generally get placed in these featured elements? Yeah, great question. So in the scenario for Wikipedia specifically, what's really unique about that is that when it comes to mobile and mobile placements, Wikipedia saw a significant increase. But on an aggregate whole for the domain, due to the bigger changes that happen on desktop, they saw a bigger decrease in overall visibility. This is why search is so complex because you've got multiple experiences, you've got multiple ranking factors, all at play, pushing and pulling on a particular website's ability to gain traction, traffic, and awareness. And that's essentially what's happened with Wikipedia. All right. So we see Wikipedia being featured in the elements. What are some of the other things that cause changes and fluctuations in search results this month? Yeah. So one of the other big changes that we've seen trending significantly upwards is the use of images, the general use of 
elements like related questions and how Google's continuously using their uh, PAA to consume real estate. So these are some of the, the key areas that we've seen some significant improvement. And I'd say the one that just by and away is the biggest grower. So like had the biggest trend shift from a SERP feature is site links. Google has systematically dispersed a huge increase in site links across what would be seemingly not just branded terms. And I think this is really important for all of our listeners to hear on the winners and losers. Like if you're not thinking about your site links right now, you're missing a massive opportunity because Google has single-handedly in the last month really changed the way that they look at site links, how often they're showing them, how they're showing them in experiences outside of branded. And it's an important play now. So like really figuring out how to build that navigation to drive site links is is now a, a key ingredient to success. Jordan, I'm quickly doing a Google search for my other podcast, the MarTech podcast. And I'm noticing that when I search for, you know, my branded term, I'm starting to see guest names as the links, which is interesting because I don't actually have pages for each guest. I just have interviews that talk about them. So Google is basically making up links that don't exist. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's that component, right? Which is Google making up placements, which is is happening more often with site links these days. And we'll talk about how they're doing that now with titles too. But even more broadly, when you look at how they're repositioning the real estate for sites in site link elements, it, it's crazy how they're showing data points for sports teams. They're showing uh, highlights and scores um, within the search bar. And so like the, the sports is one of the categories that I've seen just a huge amount of site link placements for, you know, what are kind of like branded search terms, but but really are more like more specific to an experience you're looking for, right? Because it's like, I'm looking for two teams who are playing one another. Or I'm looking for who the pitchers are for a particular game. Those picture, like the, the person who throws the ball, just to be specific here, the search query that Google's now showing site links for quite, quite dramatically. You know, I'm quickly looking up San Francisco Giants and you know what it says under their search term? They're saying best team in baseball, Jordan. That's what they're saying this year. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. It's a long season. My brewers still have a chance at uh, stealing that claim in our division. No chance, brother. No <laughs> chance. All right. We won't go too much into sports. Let's cut to the winners and losers. We got uh, already the Milwaukee Brewers and Tyson Stockton, the winners in the losers category. Tyson like Stockton winners. in the losers category. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results. 
not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So uh, tell me about some winners. Who, who performed well this month? Yeah, so we've got a, a really interesting collection of, of winners. And, and honestly, it's really tough to highlight the winners in this sea of chaos. A couple that I think are like oddly unique are some like B2B companies like SAP, Slack, where what, what's happened with them is for more informative type queries, their corporate blogs really saw a huge rise in traffic and rankings. And again, to those site links, when people are searching now, all those ancillary branded terms, they're getting a lot more real estate. So they, they've been able to kind of take the cake in terms of um, some major wins for them. Another one of the winners that is kind of interesting because it's, it's kind of a flip from where things were just a month or two ago is Pinterest. Pinterest has seen a good, strong lift in the past month, as well as some more like directory informative type websites, right? Like uh, websites like uh, Rotten Tomatoes or other media type aggregate sites. These sites have seen some positive momentum again, like, like IMDB, for example, again, because of this like exposure to more listings within the SERP to these informative asset-based websites. And so those are some of the biggest winners for, for the month. All right. So on the flip side, who are some of the losers of the month? Well, we talked about Wikipedia and just, just what's, you know, happened with them and kind of some, some changes, changes for them as a whole. Interestingly enough, we've also had some pretty significant losers that are in the like health and medical space. So, you know, websites like Mayo Clinic, websites like uh, Johns Hopkins, and partly I'd say that it's really hard to pinpoint exactly why this has happened for these sites. But one of the things that I've noticed is just that kind of limitation when you have this really, 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 really long form content. It's not like they've lost their position or rank, but they've lost the amount of exposure they have on the SERP real estate. Another thing that's kind of interesting that's been going on in the last month or two is just how Google's reprioritized uh, what I call name search, like when people search people's names. So a lot of negative volatility for Facebook, LinkedIn, and anywhere else where you have like just like general like people's names uh, as a search query. So that Crunchbase is another example of those kinds of sites. Google's really kind of repositioned the exposure to those to, to probably smaller or news-based, like blog-based type assets to give those more exposure than say LinkedIn when you search a, a person's name. And we're not talking about like famous people. We're talking about like everyday people like Ben Shapiro. What do you mean everyday people like Ben Shapiro? <laughs> Jordan, I'm just going to let that one go. All right. This is where the rubber meets the road. Jordan, give me your winner of the month. All right. The winner of the month Probably hands down winner of the month is... Probably hands down the winner of the month is... <laughs> I don't know. It's really a tough one for me. I don't really have a great winner for the month, but I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Rotten Tomatoes and just kind of what they've been able to kind of secure in, in site links and things like that. Rotten Tomatoes, securing site links in a volatile time. For the winner of the month, I'm going to go with uh, Stockholm, Sweden... 
not only is it a beautiful place with beautiful, intelligent people, they also take our trash. All right, Jordan, let's move on to the hard part. Who's the loser of the month? The loser of the month. The loser of the month. I'm going to go with, let's keep picking on poor Wikipedia. Just a lot of, lot of change in the space. And they just, it's a site where you really can't change your ways. So I'm picking them for my loser of the month. All right. Wikipedia, Jordan's loser of the month. I think we all know who my loser of the month is. Cancel winners and losers at the last minute because you're on vacation. How dare you, Tyson Stockton? And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his website, which is jordancooney.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data, 